This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning. It is Thursday, December 31st, last day of 2020. You are listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. Today on the College Football Daily, we're mostly just going to listen in to Ohio State's Dave Biddle and Patrick Murphy, Ohio State beat reporters Dave Biddle and Patrick Murphy, speak to Clemson 24-7's Anna Hickey about their Sugar Bowl semifinal on Friday night, but more broadly about the fact that Clemson and Ohio State have really become fierce rivals over the last few years. Thanks to two playoff games, mostly thanks to last year's Fiesta Bowl. Clemson won close. Trevor Lawrence versus Justin Fields. Ohio State fans really unhappy about two calls in particular in that game. Sean Wade's targeting on Trevor Lawrence that led to his ejection in the first half. And then the Justin Ross catch or no catch, which negated an Ohio State fumble recovery in Clemson territory. You add all that into the fact that Dabo Sweeney ranked Ohio State outside of his top 10 and Ohio Ohio State is is noting that Brent Venables and his defense steal signs and that Ohio State on social media earlier this year, their their football account called Trevor Lawrence Sunshine, and, and you talk about Jackson Carmen when he committed to Clemson from the state of Ohio, took some shots at the Buckeyes. I'm sure I'm leaving a few things out, but you've got a really spicy rivalry, um, and it, it's, it's pretty cool to see that develop as a result of the playoff era. Everyone talks about how the playoff has ruined college football and in many ways it has ruined bowl season. It has ruined our national talking points as we enter November and December every year, but it has spawned this really cool rivalry and, and between two current college football powerhouses who otherwise had no business to hate each other. So we're, we're going to listen on that before we do that. Two quick notes. So Clemson OC, Tony Elliott, you probably already saw this. He will not be in new Orleans for the sugar bowl on Friday because he tested positive for COVID-19. So Clemson is already in New Orleans. Tony Elliott did not make the trip. And it looks like Brandon Streeter now, the the 43-year-old passing game coordinator, former Clemson quarterback, will likely call plays with the help of Tyler Grisham, the quarterback coach, and head coach Dabo Sweeney, a former wide receivers coach, against Kerry Combs in that Ohio State defense. It's a big loss for Clemson. There's, there's There's no other way to put it. Tony Elliott's a head coach candidate. Um, in, in college football uh, this offseason if the job opened up that he likes the good news for for Clemson is is it's got Trevor Lawrence who's, who's been in multiple playoff games he, he's faced Ohio State last year he's not going to get rattled uh, and as far as we know right now Tony Elliott's COVID positive test has not resulted in any extra contact tracing measures for Clemson like he works closely with the running backs was, was was Travis Etienne? Was he around him too much? Uh, Travis Etienne was was uh, photographed uh, by the Clemson football team walking up the plane and and, and leaving the plane and, and being in New Orleans. So seems like there's no no concern as far as the superstars. Trevor Lawrence is there too. So this is the college football playoff in, in 2020. Um, my final note is: Did you watch the Cotton Bowl? Oklahoma beat Florida 55 to 20. 
it wasn't even that close. Like we knew Florida was going to struggle. The line moved like nine points uh, with all the opt-outs. Kyle Pitts, Kadarius Tony, Jacob Coatland uh, had COVID. Uh, Trevon Grimes opted out. Kyle Trask had no weapons, and you could tell he he looked totally uncomfortable. He had three interceptions. Emory Jones, their Florida backup, played most of the game. And while he's an exceptional runner, uh, 60 yards rushing, one touchdown, he's got a ways to go through the air. Eight for 16. Dan Mullen, that's that's his priority number one this offseason, um, is getting Emory Jones coached up in the passing game. If he can't do it, it'll be Anthony Richardson, who was a true freshman this past year at Florida, played a little bit in the Cotton Bowl. Florida fans are furious with, with their bowl game performance. A dream season a few weeks ago, a month ago, turns into an eight and four final result. And that's just like that's that's just a, a run in the mill season in Gainesville. So that's that's disappointing for the Gators. I would expect they take a slight step back in twenty twenty one. They're gonna have to see about Todd Grantham and whether they can upgrade a defensive coordinator. They had some opt outs and, and injuries on the defensive side of the ball on uh, last night too, but it wasn't a good defense all season. Oklahoma, on the other hand, we saw the Sooners earlier this season struggle, lost two games. Spencer Rattler got benched for a half against Texas. But you knew like, if, if he could put it together that this team was going to be pretty good in 2020 and then really, really good in 2021. Last night, I offered a glimpse of that. Rattler is playing super confident. Uh, he's going to be the Heisman front runner, I think, in the preseason. Three touchdowns. The question there is, can Oklahoma's defense continue to improve? I think it can. Can any of its young receivers outside of Marvin Mims, true freshman All-American, step up? We'll wait and see. They've got talent there, but it needs to be proven. And then can they replace Ramondre Stevenson, the the, the running back? He's like a LeGarrette Blunt type, 186 yards and a touchdown last night. He's definitely off to the NFL draft. He was suspended for half of the season. And without him, they didn't look the same. And and that's and that's the thing for OU is, is in 2021, without Ramondre Stevenson and without Ronnie Perkins, the defensive end who was also suspended for the half of the season and came back and looked great. He's off to the NFL. Can Oklahoma manage to, to, to replace those two guys? I think it's going to be their year. I, I think they're a preseason top five team for sure. They absolutely should win the Big 12 title. If the defense is good enough and if they have enough outside weapons and if they can replace Ramondre Stevenson, I think this team will compete for a national title. So you heard it here first. Maybe you, you watched it last night and thought the same exact thing. Alex Grinch has done a good job as defensive coordinator. Lincoln Riley, he's going to have Spencer Rattler playing at an even better level next year. All right, so that's it for me. Let's uh, let's jump to the uh, – it's a Bucknuts Morning 5 podcast, and they, they did the special with Anna. The first voice you're going to hear is Dave Biddle playing the role of host. He's going to toss to Patrick Murphy, and, and, and then you're going to hear Anna. They're going to talk about why is everything so contentious between Ohio State and Clemson. The College Football Daily will be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, let's start off, guys, with the rivalry that has brewed between Clemson and Ohio State. I never thought I would say Michigan is not Ohio State's biggest rival. It feels like right now that Clemson has emerged as Ohio State's biggest rival. Um, Patrick, we'll kick it to you. I want you to talk about that first. I'll have Anna talk about it, just the rivalry that has brewed with these two teams. It's been uh, 
something to see, and we're going to see it again this Friday. Yeah, it's it's been an interesting building of this. Obviously, you know, Ohio State's 0-4 record against Clemson has played its part in that, but then these games, these last seven or so years in, in the college football playoff, um, or the, well, two of them in the college football playoff, have really sparked um, – like an intensity that, that feels like a rivalry, I would say. Um, it's tough to say it's a rival for, for either team when, when you don't play regularly, but you know, they, did, they are now playing in back-to-back years. Um, they've played in, in the playoff. This will be the third time, and, and they obviously played in uh, 2014 in that Orange Bowl. So all those games have, have been interesting in their own way in terms of the outcome, and you know, I think Ohio State fans feel – really let down that their team hasn't beaten Clemson and Clemson fans from, from my understanding and Anna, you can speak to this probably a little bit better, but I think there's a sense of, we have this control. We have this dominance, even if it's a small sample size over Ohio state. And then you, you go into last year's game and, and kind of the, the controversial way that game played out. Um, the fact that Ohio state blew a, a multi-score lead, and, you know, the, the ending with, with the interception and even before that, the back and forth, you know, it added bite. And that's what you need in these games. You know, college football's rivalries are generally historic. You mentioned Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson, South Carolina, those type of things. They're regional. There's, there's a lot of history. But in a lot of sports, you see this with rivals that kind of form naturally because you end up playing each other. You know, in the NFL, that it, it happens Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, you know, those aren't natural rivals in, in Indianapolis and New England, but that became a huge rivalry in the NFL because those two teams were, were seeing each other in the playoffs pretty much every year. And, uh, you know, I think Clemson's had that a little bit with Alabama these last few years, and it's building with Ohio State. And then obviously Dabo with, with the things he said, um, I think it's been taken a little further than it needed to be, but Ohio State certainly has jumped on that from a fan perspective uh, to, to kind of add to this animosity so to speak from an from an Ohio State perspective and Anna same thing just your thoughts on uh, Clemson and Ohio State becoming a rivalry yeah I think part of it too like you said Pat is that Clemson has won twice recently three I think what is it three and oh total the series four right now four four we gotta count the game where Woody uh, punched a Clemson player right. Things okay, for Ohio State in, the, in these games yes <laughs> Um, and Ohio State's just not used to losing. I mean, they're a perennial program. Ryan Day, that's only Ryan Day's only loss is to Clemson. So I think more of a I don't know if I would necessarily say rivalry. I just think there's this when you have a passionate fan base and a team that's so used to winning, they really want to get over that hump of beating Clemson. And I think Clemson's a little smug. Um, maybe the fan bases because they have gotten those wins. But when you look last year, I mean, that game could have gone either way. So, I mean, I think it's a blast. Clemson fans, it's, it's awesome for them that they can kind of have those bragging rights right now. But you better bet when the when that – if Ohio State wins this year, Ohio State will have those bragging rights and it will kind of just go back and forth. And Clemson will be the, the team kind of, I guess, chomping at Ohio State's heels in terms of just being a little angsty. Um, because it's not like you can point to in terms of the wins and losses, Clemson and Ohio state going back and forth. One team wins this year, one team wins another year. I mean, Clemson's kind of, like you said, Pat, they kind of have this, this monopoly right now in this series, if that's what you want to call it. So I do think that it was interesting that Amari Rogers yesterday was asked if he thought this was a rivalry and he basically said, no, I don't, you know, 
they have more beef with us than we do with them. And that's on them. And I mean, I think he does have a point to that. Um, a lot of that, especially right now, stems from the fact that Dabo ranked Ohio State 11th. And I think fans probably read more that more into that than players and coaches. Of course, players are not living under a rock. They see that. And heck, yeah, that would fire me up, too. Like, regardless of Dabo's reasoning, you know, didn't rank teams that played was it nine games or under in the top 10. I mean, regardless of the reasoning, when you get to these types of games and the air is a little bit thinner, I know you're playing for a national championship and that's all the motivation you really need, but any little bit of edge that you can get matters. And if that's going to make Ohio state lock in a little bit more, or prepare a little bit better, or be crisper on the practice field, then Hey, so be it more power to them. Well, and I think too, and correct me if I'm wrong, but at least from, from my perspective, that 2014 game in the orange bowl was, was, huge for Clemson in, in terms of getting away from that Clemsoning reputation of, you know, losing some of those bigger games, you know, you'd finally beaten an Ohio state level program, you know, in recent history. And I think that sort of got the ball rolling for this team to, to kind of the dynasty that it's become, at least in my mind. And so, you know, I think that's something, you know, I've talked to Ohio state fans about this leading into this game about, they still remember that 2014 game. And, and while it wasn't, in the playoff or, you know, in a BCS bowl or a BCS title game at that point in time, it was like, we kind of kickstarted this for them by, by losing that game and, and how that game played out. So, you know, even going back to, to that point, um, I think that kind of started things in this series on, on an, on a note of animosity, I guess I'd say just because of the, and especially because of that way, the way the game played out, Braxton Miller gets hurt and, and things like that. Um, and then Clemson really starts to build the program into the, the national power that it's become. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the College Football Daily this year. It was it was a long year. I'm, I'm eager to not repeat all the uh, off-season anxiety that we had to go through as far as wondering whether we'd play or not. I can't wait till next year when uh, we, we don't have to worry about games being canceled and coaches and players being held out because of COVID-19. Today's bowl games on New Year's Eve, Tulsa and Mississippi State. These times are in Central on ESPN. Ball State versus San Jose State, 1 o'clock on CBS. West Virginia versus Army, 3 o'clock on ESPN. Enjoy it and get ready for Friday night semifinals. We'll talk to you next time on the College Football Daily. For drag queens to save the world. world. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars is back on Paramount Plus, and for the first time ever, I want you to use your talent for good for a change. (laughs) Eight iconic queens are competing for the charity of their choice. This is how you do drag. Who will slay it forward, win cash for their favorite cause, and a coveted spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. New season streaming May 17th exclusively on Paramount Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.